Surprise, surprise, the coffee you're drinking has poop in it. A man paid another man to cut off his feet in an insurance scam attempt. And a human leg was found abandoned on the subway tracks. These are the weird stories for Wednesday on Weird AF News, the only daily weird news podcast hosted by a comedian in California. Your coffee has poop in it and other disgusting things. Did you know? This is a story about coffee, but it's also a story about poop. Did you guys know there's poop in your coffee? Wait till you hear what's in a hot cocoa. Shocking news at 11. Nothing like a morning coffee ritual to get the day going, am I right? Sip a little cuppy cuppy, listen to some weird AF news. Maybe you go out on your balcony, man, and smoke a spliff, man. Boombaclat! Did you know as you're loading up on your caffeine, there's a solid chance you're not just drinking coffee? But you're drinking a little bit of poop. A little tiny bit of poop. It gives a whole new meaning to cappuccino. Hey, hey, come on. Bad jokes, guys. It's Weird AF News. Bad jokes. I need some bad jokes, baby, this morning. I need some bad jokes, baby, tonight. Gotta get the bad jokes. Gotta get your love tonight. Bad jokes. Bad jokes. Boop. Back to the article, it says, uh, turns out coffee might not be the only thing that is brown in your cup of coffee. We know this because the folks over at CNN took the time to go through the FDA's list of established standards for food. A list, it says, is in place to keep food defects at a minimum to pull out some really ghastly, disgusting nuggets. This one seems like you always hear about and you figure that can't really be true and we wish it weren't the case, but it's pretty gross. Uh, this article started with coffee. They looked at FDA regulations and they're allowing coffee to have an average of 10 milligrams or more per pound. 10 milligrams of poop or more per pound. How much poop is that? I don't know, but that might explain why sometimes... Hey, this coffee, it tastes like a crap. Antonio, it tastes like a crap. That's because it is a crap. Huh? Don't you know? There's poop in it. Right now, for this particular article, they dove in a little further. They went beyond coffee, which has poop in it. And there's some other gross stuff in here for your, your peanut butter, for instance. It says one or more rodent hairs, as well as about 30 insect parts, are allowed in your peanut butter for about every three and a half ounces. Apple butter is also mentioned. You can get up to four rodent hairs for every three and a half ounces there, and it's okay to sell. These are the, these are the parameters by the FDA. You're allowed a certain amount of pubes, a certain amount of rodent hairs, a certain amount of insect legs and feet and toes and hairs. And little baby tiny eyeballs from mites. Well, you know, it's still healthier than McDonald's. I'm going to tell you right now. <laughs> Your coffee with all that poop in it, it's still healthier than bottled water. I'd rather be drinking tiny little amounts of poop from uh, flies and whatnot than nanoplastics. I'll tell you right now. Okay. There's some other stuff in here. What do we have? Okay, if you want to make a Bloody Mary, the tomato juice juice that you use 
could be allowed to have up to four maggots in it, along with a whole bunch of fruit flies. <laughs> oh, that's no good in it. A box of spaghetti has as many as nine rodent hairs in it. Did you know that? Had no idea. Do you like chocolate? Oh, boy. Buckle up for the chocolate parameters. The FDA says it's okay if just a little bit of rodent hair is in your chocolate. Rodent hair in the cornmeal. Insect parts in your macaroni. Poop in your popcorn. Poop in your popcorn. Popcorn poop. Now, it says, uh, despite these companies having food safety specialists constantly testing their products to make sure they meet the standards and try and limit the amount of poop and pubes and bug parts that are in these foods, well, we have here Ben Chapman, a professor in agricultural and human studies at North Carolina State University, who explained they really can't prevent these bug parts and poops from getting in the food overall. You're going to get a little bit of that in all of it. So, does that make you feel better, guys? <laughs> Jonesy, how could you do this? Insect parts are gross. Poop, poop in the food is gross. Guys, I'm just, just keeping it real. You know? I bet you if you measure, every square inch of the earth contains little tiny poop particles. And the little tiny plastic particles are catching up to the poop particles. There's probably a war going on, and you can only see it under a microscope where all the poop particles are battling all the plastic part of particles for earth poison dominance. They're, they're dominating who's going to take down the humans. <laughs> Eat up, guys. A man paid someone to cut off his feet in an insurance scam attempt. This is a very bizarre incident out of the state of Missouri. A man appeared to try and cash in on an insurance policy by staging an incident. He, he faked an accident involving farm equipment, and it was quite bloody and quite gruesome, apparently, and it involved him losing his feet. The details are pretty strange, though. A man in Willow Springs... Uh, lost his feet in an apparent staged incident with a brush hog. In case you're wondering what a brush hog is, it's a rotary mower often attached to a tractor. You can envision it, even if you don't have any farm experience, right? A brush hog. It says here, the man didn't just lose his feet in that they were cut off, but he actually lost them. Totally lost them, as the, his severed feet could not be found by responding medics nor law enforcement officers. Imagine being out there all day in a cold Missouri farm field searching for severed feet. That's not a great way to spend the day. Uh, it's going to give you PTSD. Feet PTSD. Uh, we got Sheriff Thompson, who was involved in the search of the missing feet and in this incident, who says he's never seen anything quite like it. It was a poorly executed plan. A poorly executed plan? Well, because apparently Thompson says... It was quickly apparent to law enforcement that the incident was staged. Uh, the feet were freshly severed. That much was true, according to Thompson, who said the man was in his 60s. And the man who lost his feet was a known paraplegic in his lower extremities. Authorities were immediately curious about the tourniquets on his legs and who put them there in the immediate aftermath of the alleged incident. So a little, little too quickly... The application of the tourniquets. This guy's all alone. Calls the police. I've lost my feet. They show up. He's already put tourniquets on. 
I guess it depends on what the what what material the tourniquets were made out of. I mean, if it was a belt and a bandana, then you know that could have been put on immediately. Maybe he was wearing a belt. Maybe he was wearing a bandana. Let's keep reading and learn why it was such an obvious scam. Thompson says the wounds were not very convincing. The cuts were too clean to have been done by a brush hog. He's, here's a quote from Thompson. If it was done by a brush hog, it would have been a bloody gory mess, man. I've seen those types of accidents before. This wasn't like that at all. So the investigation continued. Thompson said investigators determined the man was attempting to get money from an insurance claim. Since he never formally filed the false claim, uh, the prosecutors did not exactly press charges. Well, I mean, of course he didn't have time to file a claim. He was still in the farm field tending to his his missing appendages. <laughs> that was that was that plan was going to come later on <laughs> after after he uh, spoke to the police and filed his report, his accident report, and then had a cup of coffee with poop in it. Uh, now that Mr. Thompson said that. During the investigation, they found out that a man from Florida made the trip to the small town in Missouri to cut off the man's legs with a hatchet, executing an alleged plan to commit insurance fraud. So it comes out that, indeed, this guy paid a man to chop his legs, his legs off with his lower legs, his feet. And it was a Florida man. I mean, who else are you going to get to do the job? Who's going to drive all the way up there for 40 bucks? And cut off your feet for you. Hmm, a Florida man. A Florida man will do it for uh, 10 bucks and a bag of meth. Yeah, a Florida man. <laughs> There's businesses in Florida that strictly offer insurance scam services, I am sure. Well, unfortunately for this Missouri man, he learned the hard way that insurance scams are not very easy. He tried this one and was totally defeated. because you know, It's just not easy. This, this one was very convoluted. It obviously stumped him. And he's going to have to foot the hospital bill after this, sorry to say. From, from here on out, he's going to have to toe the line, you know what I mean? <laughs> Even if he went to court, I mean, he doesn't have a leg to stand on, does he? All right, bad puns. I should have warned you about the bad puns. Now, you're probably wondering, where, where did the feet end up? Did they end up finding the feet? Well, we got some news here. According to Thompson, a couple of days after, we got a call that a relative found them feet in a bucket. But it was behind some tires, so we went and got them. <laughs> went and got them? Why? <laughs> Why would you go and get them? They're not, I mean, can you reattach them days later? Oh, the Florida man who left them in a bucket behind some tires. That wasn't the deal. <laughs> we were, you were supposed to hang them around the telephone pole with all the sneakers. Yay! A human leg was found abandoned on a subway track. The story's out of New York City. Someone's leg has been found abandoned on a New York subway track, according to the police, sparking an investigation into who it once belonged to and how they lost it. <laughs> abandoned. I love how they describe it as abandoned, as though it's like deliberate, as though someone was like, you know what, I don't need this leg anymore. Eh, chuck it on the subway tracks. The NYPD said the leg was found at 1 p.m. on Saturday near the near the Bronx. This is just a typical day on the NYC train, by the way. This is just a typical day riding the MTA. <laughs> no details were released about the leg, such as whether it appears to be from a male or a female, nor the possible age of its owner. New York's medical examiner is now examining this leg to find out more details and potentially, you know, solve this mystery. 
Yeah, whose leg is it? Perhaps it belongs to the mole people. Have you guys heard of the mole people? There's a whole documentary on these mole people. They just they decided to uh, live in the subway tunnels, these mole people. I don't know how they do it. I guess over the years, their eyes have just adjusted to the darkness. They're like possums now, you know, living under there. Or bats. Perhaps they, uh, they, they, uh, they sort of travel through the tunnels using sonar. This is what I'm guessing. I've never seen the documentary. I'd like to. It seems fascinating. There's another one about the people living underneath the city of Las Vegas as well. There's mole people all over the place, guys. Maybe this is one of their legs. Anyone else at this point of the story wondering how the hell Jonesy found a second leg story to put in this episode? <laughs> guys, I'm good like that. All right. New York's medical examiner is on the case. They also want you to know that, you know, it's not just legs. Thousands of items are lost across the city's sprawling transport network every month, including all manner of things, such as legs, a blender, funeral urns, a welder's mask. <laughs> These are strange choices to put in the article. <laughs> Completely unrelated. Yeah, a welder's mask, a blender, a funeral urn, a body part. <laughs> okay. Just want to let you know that you could find any sort of common thing. <laughs> Some of these aren't really common, bro. Finding funeral urns. Welder's masks aren't really common things to find. I've never even seen one, I don't think. And of course, a leg, an abandoned leg. Should be pretty obvious whose leg it is. It's just look for a guy that's just hopping around the subway platform, right? Yo, just have the authorities... Make a notification, make an announcement. Anyone missing a leg, please notify authorities. Please bring proof that this lost item is yours, such as a bloody stump that needs a leg. <laughs> Cut to the guy bringing in his stump and then fitting it on the leg. Oh, this one isn't it. This one isn't, doesn't fit. Uh, anyways, I'll, I think I left mine in Central Park. This couldn't be it anyways. I think I know who, whose leg this is. It's the Black Knight from the Monty Python Holy Grail movie. Tis but the scratch! Well, hi, everybody, and thanks for spending a little time with the Weird AF News podcast today. I, I hope you were able to get a couple of chuckles out of it, and uh, at the least, maybe you learned a little bit about the weird world that we're all living in right now. It just seems like it's getting stranger and stranger, doesn't it? feel like I'm living in a psychedelic reality every day. Uh, it's not bad. could be worse. Anyways, um, I want to uh, give a shout out to someone who joined the Patreon. Yeah, Tristan Lee joined the Patreon. I got an email this morning letting me know. Um, and I have sent Tristan Lee a welcome email in the Patreon. So just want to give a big shout out where it's due to Tristan for supporting Weird AF News by becoming a member of the Patreon. It's a great way to do it. It's like buying Jonesy a beer every month. It's a pretty nice, pretty nice gesture, I would say. Anyways, uh, Tristan, please enjoy the extra content that's in the Patreon. I put in a, a video in there this morning, as a matter of fact. And uh, so, yeah, that's um, some pretty cool weird stuff in there. It's a little extra. But um, if you're interested in checking it out, uh, go to patreon.com slash weirdafnews or the official website, weirdafnews.com, and you can click on the Patreon banner. Or you can just uh, simply download the Patreon app on your smartphone and do a search for Weird AF News, and that's where you'll find me. That's where you'll find us, because it's an entire group. There's over 100 people in the Patreon, and it's growing every week. 
Anyways, I'm grateful for all your support. Uh, if you want to email me something, it's uh, funnyjones at gmail.com. My Instagram's at funnyjones. And we have a phone number here. You can leave me a voicemail, 646-450-2012, if you would like to make a comment on any of the stories that I covered this week or answer any of the questions that I posed. Feel free to call and leave a voicemail there. And uh, I guess that's about it. It was uh, it was nice spending some time with you as always, and we'll do it again tomorrow. How about that, eh? And uh, good luck with your life, man. <laughs>